Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Thank you for being with me on this wonderful morning of June 12th, 2020. We begin by remembering our baptism because baptism saves us. It doesn't just remove dirt from the body, but it's an appeal to God for a good conscience, a good conscience that he gives us through forgiveness, through the power of Christ's resurrection. And so we make the sign of the cross and we say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you make us both to will and to do those things that are good and acceptable in your sight. Let your fatherly hand ever guide us and your Holy Spirit ever be with us to direct us in the knowledge and obedience of your word that we may obtain everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On Fridays, we go back to the Ten Commandments and we confess our faith by re-speaking them as a summary of God's law. So the Ten Commandments, you shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Our scripture reading this week is Psalm 9. Psalm 9. To the choir master, according to Muth Laban, which is probably a melody or something, a psalm of David. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before your presence, for you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. Their cities you rooted out. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice, and he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with uprightness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praise to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the peoples his deeds. For he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion I may rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk in the pit they have made. In the net they have hidden, their own foot has been caught. The Lord 
has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. The wicked shall return to Sheol, all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. In the last few days, there have been protests and riots here in the United States. And to be clear, those are not the same thing. The issue at the heart of the controversy is racial injustice. And one of the modes of protest is vandalism and removal of certain statues of people like Christopher Columbus and Confederate generals, men who embody racial inequality, inequality in a variety of ways. Some complain that by doing so, these people are erasing history. And I find that statement interesting in light of our psalm. David writes, You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their names forever and ever. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. The cities you rooted out. The memory, the very memory of them, has perished. A day will come when God will bring this world to an end. The wicked and injustice of it all will be set right. And the very memory of things like racism, violence, looting, and hatred will be forgotten. But notice why these things are forgotten. It is because God rebukes. God causes the wicked to perish. God blots out their name forever. Is it okay for us to pray for the wicked to perish, for God to blot them out? Well, yes. That is rather like praying for the end of racism, human trafficking, and drug addiction. But here's what we need to recognize. That God has fully and righteously punished the wicked through Jesus' death. Even your wickedness, or sin, if you prefer to call it that. Jesus has borne all the sin and wickedness of the world. Does that mean that there will be no recompense at the end? Unfortunately, no. Those who reject Jesus and refuse to stand under his grace will receive what their wickedness has earned. But at the same time, as sad as this is, it will be a day of relief and rejoicing as we finally experience the fullness of Jesus' salvation. Until then, we pray for Christ to come quickly, but not too quickly, for we want one more person to hear, believe, and be saved. As we pray today, we pray the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer, and we pray for those who are sick. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lead us not into temptation. You tempt no one. Please guard and keep us so that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature may not deceive us or mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Although we are attacked by these things, we pray that we may finally overcome them 
and win the victory through Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Father in heaven, we lift before you those who are sick. We pray for those who need healing from illness and from injury. Lord, we pray for the dying. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with them to give them faith in you and to, to hold them close as they go through this physical process of, of, of dying. And we pray, Lord, that in the end you would receive them into eternal homes. We pray for those who grieve. We ask, Lord, that you would be with them to comfort them in their sorrows. Father, we pray for the lonely. Lord, during COVID-19 and this pandemic, we know that there are a lot of people who are in nursing homes who cannot see their families, who are separated from their loved ones, who are separated from your sacrament because no, their pastor is not even allowed to visit them. And we pray, Lord, that you would be with them to comfort them, to give them peace, to help them to know that they are not alone, but that you are with them always. And Lord, we pray for those who experience all forms of injustice, whether that's bullying or violence or, or looting or, or whatever else it may be. And we ask, Lord, that you would stop the wicked and that you would bring justice upon our land that you would make such wicked things as racism and human trafficking and, and all these other ills that, that hurt us and our society, that they, you would make them a thing of the past, that they would be forgotten, and that we would live in your peace and righteousness forever. Amen. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me this, evening, this morning. God bless you and may this day be filled with his peace.